welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the Word Live Broadcast. I'm going to continue where I left off yesterday. We're talking about prosperity and that we are in Christ Jesus. And because we're in Christ Jesus, we are prosperous. But we have to use our faith to obtain the promises of God. And all the promises of God are yes and amen. He has not left anything out. He's qualified us to be a partakers of the inheritance in Christ Jesus. And uh, now let's look at Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 16 in the New King James. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we also may be glorified together. Now this is what I've been discussing this week, is that in him. Now we are in Christ, and we are his children, because of uh, the grace of God. We're born again in the likeness of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are his children, and if we're his children, then we're his heirs. We're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Now, how can you be a joint heir with Christ and be poor? That would be like saying Jesus is poor or saying Jesus doesn't have everything that he needs. Jesus Christ has everything he needs. There is no lack for him whatsoever at any point, anytime, anywhere, ever, forever and ever. He is blessed abundantly. You think about how blessed Jesus Christ is. He says that we are children of God and heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. So if he if he's blessed above measure and there is no lack in him, then we have no lack. We just have to get into the word of God, find out what God has given to us and how to obtain those promises and walk in them. Amen. Now, this is what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to to those who ask Him? Good things to those who ask Him. If you ask Him for it, it's yours. He's not going to withhold it from you. 
If he withheld something from you, it would be like withholding something from the Lord Jesus Christ because he has qualified you to be a partaker of it. You're an heir and a joint heir with Christ. If you're a joint heir with Christ, now think about this. I am a joint heir with Christ. So if I'm a joint heir with Christ, then how could God deny me anything that I ask him in Jesus' name? If he's the head, like we discussed yesterday, he's the head, we're the body, we have the same blessing that he has, but the body of Christ is walking around acting like they don't have anything, moaning and complaining and groaning, saying, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this life because uh, I just don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know where we're going to get any money from. I don't know where we're going to get this from. It's in Christ is where you're going to get it from. It's in the Word of God. It's in through faith in in God and through faith in what God has done for you. And like I said yesterday, a lot of times people think that their prosperity is putting money into something. No, you're prosperous before you put it in there. And because you put it in there, God multiplies it back to you because you're able to. You say no. And a lot of times people won't do it because they go, I don't know if I can do that because if I do that, then I don't know how I'm going to make it. Uh, How am I going to financially make it if I give? Well, You can financially make it when you give because you're prosperous. Anything you ask the Father God for is what it said right here, that he's going to give it to you. How could you be more prosperous than to ask God for something and him give it to you? How could you be more prosperous than that? All the money in the world couldn't buy all the things God could give you. But a lot of times we are so focused on money that we won't give money and then we don't, and then we won't uh, turn loose of it because we think it's everything that we need to make it through this life. No money is a tool that you use to enhance the body of Christ, to furnish the body of Christ, to do whatever God tells you to do with it, so that He can bless you abundantly more when you do give, because He sees your faith, He sees your love for other people, He sees your love for Him. And because of it, he multiplies it back to you. But it's not what makes you prosperous. You're prosperous because of who you are in Christ. And that is what makes you a partaker of the inheritance in Christ. Jesus is unable to do what God tells you you can do. Amen. Now, a lot of times we don't understand that God has done such a work for us. But we don't we don't even understand the multi, the the I don't know how you could explain it exactly the the greatness of it is what you should say I guess the greatness of the the prosperity that God has put us into because if you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ think about how much blessing that Jesus Christ has and understand that we are blessed through Him. Now, we can look at Solomon. Do you think about Solomon? Well, we'll just read some of that. It, uh, well, let's go to 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 5. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. What do you want me to give you, Solomon? And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth and righteousness and in uprightness of heart with you. You have continued this great kindness for him, and you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is to this day. 
Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David, but I'm a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in, and your servant is, is in the midst of your people, whom you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. Therefore give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge this great people of yours? Now Solomon said, just give me an understanding heart so that I can judge your people correctly and give me wisdom. He asked for wisdom instead of financial blessing, didn't he? Because uh, he didn't understand exactly how to rule the kingdom of God. Even though he was a king, he had to ask for wisdom so that he could rule the, the children of Israel. The, now let's look at 10. The speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing, and you have not asked for a long life for yourself, nor have you asked for riches for yourself, nor have asked the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself understanding to discern justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall any like you arise after you. And I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be anyone like you among the kings all your days. So if you walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments as your father did walked, then I will lengthen your days. He's saying that he gave Solomon riches and honor. And if you'll study, uh, I don't have time to go into all that, but if you'll study 1 Kings chapter 3 through 12 about Solomon, you'll find out that he is the most prosperous man upon this earth that's ever been. There's a lot of people who got a lot of money right now. But I will just say this. The queen of Sheba, she came and she just the gold that she gave him, just the gold only, if you'll study the word, just the gold, was four tons of gold that she gave to him. Now, can you imagine what four tons of gold would be worth today? And she, that's not all the gifts that she gave him. That's just the gifts because she wanted to come and see the magnificence of his kingdom and, and his wisdom that God had given him. Now, if you think that God is not able to bless you abundantly above measure, all that you could ever ask or think, and it was Solomon was the son of David. He was a king because David, and, and God said David was a man after his own heart. But David was not a child of God. David was not Jesus Christ. David was not Jesus Christ. Solomon was not Jesus Christ. Solomon was not a child of God, but you are. Now, why would he, why would he bless somebody else more than he would his own children? No, we don't know the magnitude of the blessing that God has poured out upon us because we haven't renewed our mind to the word of God and understood that we are an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Now, Solomon... He was given all these riches because of the wisdom that God gave him. But we 
this is the prayer that we ask every day. We pray this almost every day, and I know my wife does. In Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9, uh, we pray this, Father, we ask that you fill us full of the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That's what he did to Solomon. He gave him wisdom and spiritual understanding. He gave him wisdom and understanding. And if you'll study it, if you'll study the Word of God, Solomon was full of wisdom. He wrote the Proverbs. He also wrote Ecclesiastes and the Song of Solomon. Uh, but, you know, uh, he wrote Proverbs, and then the wisdom that's in Proverbs, I use it all the time because God gives me those scriptures to walk in. And if I need wisdom, he'll always lead me into Proverbs, and he'll give me a word that it will be so astounding, and it will lead me in the right direction every time. But we uh, have to understand how much blessing that God has poured out upon us, and we don't have any lack. We are so prosperous as the children of God but we have to understand it and walk in that prosperity and, and ask God for the things that he wants to give us. Amen. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the giving tab of our website, which is located at WAC. BA.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at WACBA.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, WACBA.org or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.